All right, welcome back to the Baron of Beverage. It's your Baron here, uh, back with the Baroness. Hello. It's been some time, hasn't it, Paige? It has been. Um, but we're back, and we are here with another holiday-themed tasting of um, commercially available eggnogs, at least mm -hmm. in our part of the world uh, near Baltimore, Maryland. So I'm going to let Paige start pouring for us so we can taste more readily. And I'll talk a little bit about the history of eggnog and then a little bit um, about, and then I'll name our selections. So um, eggnog is, you know, been around quite some time. Um, it's, it's first mention actually uh, is usually attributed to um, a Maryland uh, poet of all things, um, uh, Jonathan Boucher, a uh, clergyman and... Um, and a, a philologist uh, wrote a comic poem about a lot of drinks he had during the day, and one of them he named was eggnog. And that is one of the first, you know, kind of written uh, pieces of the history, although it dates back earlier than that. Often it was known, or earlier versions were known as things like an egg flip or a milk flip, because what they would do by mixing the eggs and the milk and the liquor is they would flip it back and forth between pitchers mm -hmm. to to mix it and these were things that were served uh, primarily in the United Kingdom is and kind of where it came from poem? 1775. 1775 and George Washington also was known to serve an eggnog like thing during his holiday parties mm -hmm. um, so the you know the idea behind you know the or a lot of times it was also referred to as maybe an egg milk punch mm -hmm. before it kind of got to termed eggnog mm -hmm. um, but there's also some theories about how the term came up was because then a lot of those pubs would actually serve it into a wooden mug, which was called a noggin. Mm. And so, you know, that eggnog, and there's so many different ways of how the term actually came up. But um, it has a long history in the United States and, and, and coming from the UK um, and, and then marching forward. So today we've got, um, we're, we're going to taste... Um, commercially available versions because you don't have to uh, please keep pouring so we can oh, taste side by side yes okay. please pour them all, all right. and I like the amounts you're pouring because okay. <laughs> we have six different ones I so don't have a you know tummy. right now well I mean <laughs> some people can handle a lot more nog than others yeah, well, you know my dad is a huge eggnog fan I do know so that growing up uh, there's always some but he his his thought is uh he loves it so much that like once he buys it he drinks the whole carton in like a day well and as so. much as much as your dad's an eggnog lover i know that now is not the best time to be doing this kind of thing with him so <laughs> my hope is whatever we choose um we can say hey this is the best that we found please enjoy we'll get a small carton or we'll just drink the rest ourselves and whichever say, one's our favorite right okay gotcha. um but that being said, back to this, this, this kind of history of eggnog is, um, so it's been around a long time, but we're tasting today six non-alcoholic commercially available um, eggnogs. And the reason for that is, well, I was talking about the way they used to make it, flipping it back and forth between two pitchers. It is, it is a, re a rather lengthy uh, procedure to make. Um, and 
and then um, the uh, there's two ways to make it non-alcoholic, and that would be uh, one where you cook the eggs, uh, and the other would be where you don't because you put the booze in. And that right. Kills anything. The booze is supposed to kill anything, right? And okay. booze is great at that. Now there's some, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of um, uh, FDA and other folks who would, yes, please always shake well. And um, yes. <laughs> and so um, the that would take umbrage with that. Um, but either either method is pretty involved in terms of mixing and getting things uh, completely mixed so that you get that creamy custard-like um, experience. And, and I recall my dad used to make uh, an eggnog uh, when I was growing up, which also included the egg whites in it, which is also another common old school recipe, the, the whipping up the, the egg whites, and then um, it's got a peel down here. Oh. And then, and then um, giving it more of a frothiness with that egg whites. And if he recovers that recipe, I'll certainly make it at some future date. But the, but overall, it's a process. And we're living in an era where the marketplace seems to be inundated with pre-made cocktails. So why not, you know, embrace the commercially produced eggnogs, which started in the 1930s, but really didn't become mainstream until the 1960s. Um, and so thank you for all that pouring, Paige. Yeah. And, and so now here we are, some 60-ish years since the advent of regularly and mainstream commercial, commercially available eggnog, which is typically seasonally available between October and New Year's, although I usually find if you haven't gotten any by you know, mid-December, it's usually kind of hard to find. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I think so. My dad would probably agree, too. <laughs> because he buy he used to buy out the whole supply, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so what we've lined up here today is uh, Southern Cuff, Southern Comfort traditional eggnog, um, Nellie's Free Range Eggs Limited Edition eggnog, oh, bougie, uh, a limited edition Promised Land dairy old fashioned eggnog, Cloverland traditional eggnog. And then two different uh, South Mountain Creamery uh, eggnogs, one from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, and one from their uh, middle uh, Middleton, Maryland creamery. And they so they and they pride themselves on things coming directly from their farm. And so we'll have you know this idea of um, terroir kind of thing okay. in their cream. So. Okay. Um, that's why I have grass, to. That's right, know. right. So talk, okay. you were saying bougie when we were at Nelly's Free Range Eggs. Um, I think what's interesting about that one, and we can talk more about it then, is they're known for their eggs and they're mm -hmm. making eggnogs. When most of the others are from creameries, Southern Comfort is from actually owned by Sazerac. So mm -hmm. let's go ahead and start with that. All right. Um, cheers. Cheers. Smells mildly, mildly nutmeg and a little baking spice on the nose, but not yeah, much. Not a whole lot. Mm. Funny, it tastes like it already has booze in it, but I know it doesn't. 
Or does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, we're just drinking it. Straight, Non-alcoholic, so. clearly on it. Yeah. Um, we'll do alcoholic, you know, with one of these later. We'll talk yeah. about that. But it's not It's not particularly super heavy. Mm-mm. It's, um, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a thicker than a heavy cream if you've ever had a heavy cream. Yeah. And it doesn't taste particularly too sweet. I think it's got a good balance of custard flavor. Um, a little bit, it, for my mind, it could use more of the traditional nutmeg kind of characteristic, but it's there. And I think, and actually all of these will say, you know, put some nag, 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 nag. My Invisalign are really getting to me this <laughs> evening. I have not had anything to drink yet. Um, other but than eggnog. Other than eggnog, <laughs> yes. And, um, but the, the nutmeg, they all say put some fresh nutmeg on top where you, mm-hmm. where you scrape it. But I didn't want to alter yeah, what yeah, we're tasting okay. here. Yeah, I get, I get a lot of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably the most prominent flavor that comes through for me. A little I, bit of nutmeg, a lot of vanilla. And they have another one that um, is, I think it's called like, vanilla one where it's like extra but i didn't want to go into some sort of flavored eggnog range or whatever then it gets complicated but southern comfort came out with this i guess i'm trying to remember now what i read but i want to say they came out with it in in the 80s um as an extension of southern comfort Mm -hmm. um they they produce it i i tried to figure out what dairy they might work with or whatever but they may not they may work with several with whatever recipe they come up with. And actually, Southern Living, one of the reasons I put it on here was Southern Living had a big article about how it's the best commercially available non-alcoholic eggnog. And they okay. were like, just go out and buy it. There you go. I was like, oh, you know, don't taste any of the others. So according to that article, we shouldn't even be doing what we're doing tonight. Yeah, well... You know how much I trust uh, articles. Right. <laughs> well, you know, believe everything you read on the internet. Cheers. Uh-huh. Cheers. Now we're to Nelly's Free Range Eggs Limited mm-hmm. Edition Eggnog. Yes, because it's made with certified humane Nelly's Free Range Eggs. Which is an interesting thing to point out that technically, um, in commercial eggnogs, the FDA only says that 1% of a product's final weight has to be made up of egg yolk solids for it to bear an eggnog name. This one to me has a lot more nutmeg. It's funny, I don't get any on the nose. I don't get it on the nose. Right, no nutmeg on the nose. I I get it more on the palate. It actually tastes more eggy, I'm not gonna lie. Mm hmm it does. Is that good or bad for you? I don't know. Undecided. Okay. Definitely, like, I think the thing about the nutmeg in this one versus the first one is, I think there's less uniformity. As in, like, mm. the other one was just kind of like there was this fog of nutmeg flavor in it. And this one, it's like you... you it's like when you, when the, it's like, and now that I'm looking at it, when it's a little thinner the, around my glass, you can see the flex, 
And it's like when you hit a fleck hits your tongue, it's like a burst of yeah. nutmeg. I'm wondering if in the first one they like simmered it with nutmeg in it and then strained it. And then this one they actually just put the nutmeg in it. Who knows? Do you want to do any verdicts as we go or you wait till the end? Let's wait till the end. All right. I might have to go back to... And, Nell, and Nellie's <laughs> hasn't been putting this limited, limited edition one out for more than uh, five or six years. From what I could see. Again, they don't they don't tell much about uh, this other than that it's, you know, features their eggs. Free range, bougie. Free range, bougie. Yes. And the, uh, you know, I, I will mention that every single one of these... Um, uses uh, an eggnog base, which means it's produced somewhere else. But this one, if you look at the Southern Comfort and you look at the eggnog base, I bet it says high fructose corn syrup. Yep. This one's eggnog base is made with cane sugar. Yeah. Doesn't have any. So, um, you know, that's that I could believe. be part of the difference yeah. when we think about getting the egg like i wonder if the fructose mm -hmm. covers things up well who knows so next we have promised land dairy right. which comes from texas and they pride themselves as use from using jersey cows well that's different nose on this is a little muted in in terms of spices but I definitely get more of like the kind of fresh cream aromatics on it mm -hmm. than the others. Hmm. You know, it's the sweetest of them so far. It is. I would agree. And it's got a sweet aftertaste. Mm -hmm. The others had more of like the True custard, nag, nag, nutmeg kind of aftertaste. Oh. Does this one have high fructose corn syrup? I don't know. Let's see. I'll let you look. Well, it doesn't have any added hormones. Well, you know, uh, that's good uh, too. Yeah. Uh, does not have high fructose wow. corn syrup. Well, there you go. That's good. Mm -hmm. But it, yeah, it's just. They just have milk, cream, sugar, egg yolk. They don't have an eggnog base for this one. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's the sweetest by far. Mm -hmm. All right. Next Cloverland. Cloverland. A Baltimore, Maryland. Huh? All right. Whoa. I dare say the nose on this is slightly fruity. It's a little fruity. I feel like I'm drinking butter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a major buttery component. Uh -huh. Still trying to decide if that's good or bad. Don't really... Yeah, it definitely has a buttercream frosting kind of flavor to it yeah and not a lot of the nutmeg spice mm -hmm. this one would definitely need a dose of that mm -hmm. and it's 
dare I say frothy? Maybe a little frothy. I mean, you shook yeah. them all up, but this one, it's been sitting there a while, and it yeah. just feels it like feel the shaking. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Markedly different in that butter flavor component. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they, and they, you know, like I say, they're Baltimore, Maryland. Um, 1919 is when I think they were originally founded. Okay. So, it used to be one of those home delivery dairies in the area kind of thing, and they've been able to maintain through you know for over a hundred years. Mm-hmm. And now we're at South Mountain Creamery from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. All right, here we go. Hmm. Well, I'm smelling. You're tasting. I'm. I I think this is uh, smells really just like milk. Fresh whole milk is what it smells like. That's what it smells like. Hmm. Yeah, I would say that the eggnog flavors are very. The traditional ones are very muted. Again, I don't know if that's good or bad. Right. I, well, I think people assume, I would say manufacturers assume if you like a nutmeg in your eggnog, you're going to put, it, put it on and you'll nutmeg it up. That's very muted in this. It's it's not, it's the, it's the lightest body of all of them. Yeah, it's kind of more like milk. It's thicker than whole milk, but it's not as, mm-hmm. it's got a good mouth, mouth feel. Mm-hmm. And I, and I honestly think if you're going to put alcohol in it, it'll probably blend better from that. Meaning, or yeah. blend more easily, I should say. Yeah. Um, all right. On to South Mountain Creamery from Middleton, Maryland. Slightly brighter nose than the than the other, and a little hint. This one actually has a little hint of nag of, of nag nog nutmeg <laughs> on it for me. It's going to be a great podcast. <laughs> this one's better mm-hmm. and, than the, the last yeah. one. It's thicker, a little more custardy. Definitely get more of the nutmeg in it. Mm-hmm. It matters which one you go to. Yeah, I guess so. Cows eat different grass. Well, yeah, that's part of it. And I should say that, just like we were talking about the free-range eggs of Nellie's, I mean, South Mountain comes direct from their farm, non-GMO, farmer-owned, grass-fed cows, etc. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, that's a lot of differences. There's a big yeah. range there. Yep. They're all very different. Um, I have to say, I think my favorite is Nellie's. Your favorite is Nellie's. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like um, it had the most balance of creamy, eggy, nogginess um, with like actual like baking spice flavor. Which, I mean, I know you can add more of that, but for me, like, I mean, otherwise I might as well just drink heavy cream with, you know, bourbon or rum or whatever, brandy, whatever. I would brandy I Alexander and yeah. call it a day. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that was my favorite. I think my favorite was the Middleton South Mountain. Yeah. But I'd be willing to taste those side by side real quick and, okay. and figure that I'll out. Do it again. Because there was a lot of eggnog in between. There were three, kinda... right? Yeah. Be a lot of eggnog in this house in the days to come. There will be. Good thing I'm making eggnog pot creme for a Christmas dinner dessert. I'll try to make sure I have your favorite one available. There we go. Eggnog. Although I don't know. For baking a oh, there you creme, go. It might be different. For baking a pot of creme, I might want the creamier, less you know, baking spicy flavor one. Because that one, you. that one. So for the eggnog pot of creme, getting on a little tangent here, but the eggnog pot of creme, um, you do simmer the custard with the nutmeg and then strain it later and then just shake a little bit on top. But it sort of infuses the nutmeg into the custard because you don't want grainy mm -hmm. nutmeg in. The potocrem custard. Sure. So. All right. So first, uh, well, we'll just tape them side by side. And... Nelly is for me. South Mountain Middleton. Yeah, it's still Nelly's for me. If I'm just gonna like take eggnog and either drink it non-alcoholic or drink it with booze in it that's my favorite sounds good i can lean that way i can i mean especially when i think of the price point and the effort it takes to find something like south mountain mm -hmm. i mean if you like it by all means you like it it's your favorite um but but i i would agree like it probably found in a lot of different um and at least in this area, a lot of different supermarkets pretty readily available. Yeah, like a Whole Foods. Yep. Uh, mm -mm. You know. You can find that at... Well, like Safeway Growls, you think? Safeway yeah. Growls. And, and that's local for us. But you can probably also find it at Harris Teeter. You can find it at... Um, probably even Giant when I think mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're in the right giant, mm -hmm. you know, different you know, different uh, grocery stores cater to their neighborhoods usually. So, yeah. but absolutely, um, this is fun. Yeah. We hope you had fun too. Uh, but, well, I'm not going to close. You would buy some of these again, right? Like mm -hmm. if you went out, let's, I think this is important too, because Let's say you go out and you don't find Nellie's. What would be your seconds and your thirds? Let's not go to which one's your least favorite. Uh, so actually, actually will. again, going back to the, like, I want the baking spice flavor. I would say you probably say my next would be the Southern Comfort. Okay. 
For me, clearly, it's the South Mountain. Mm -hmm. The one that I would never go back to is, I I don't think I'd ever buy Cloverland again. I didn't like that butter thing. Oh, Sam, the butter thing was okay. For me, the um, promised land with the, like, sweet aftertaste. So that would be my second least favorite. But, yeah, yeah. my Cloverland, one was too buttery, one was too sweet. Yeah, I I would not go to those again. All right. Um, But, uh, yeah, yeah, so there you go. There's our thoughts. Um, I got a little bit here left in my glass. I'm going to say happy holidays. And we'll revisit these uh, or our favorites with, uh, with booze in the future. Yes? Indeed. All right. Cheers. All right. Cheers.